Recorded live. You know, at the time of uh, recording. You're listening to the Hot Takeout Podcast, the only podcast with a 30 minutes or less guarantee, or it's free. And now your host, Chad Bradley. Can I take your order? I want to start off by saying thank you for choosing this podcast with all the options out there. Thank you for at least starting and listening this long. And truthfully, I'm so excited to be on the Studio DNA Podcast Network. You can find more of your favorite podcast at Spreaker.com forward slash Studio DNA. Tons of great podcasts, wildly entertaining. And let's be honest, they have great taste in who they let on their network. Hashtag Hot Takeout Podcast. Hashtag Humble Brag. Hashtag this is probably not the last time I try to hashtag something in audio form, which literally does nothing I learned the hard way. I digress. If you end up really liking this podcast, you have my personal invitation to both subscribe, share, like it, rate it on whatever platform you can rate it, comment about it, and even tell your mom, let the world know about this podcast doing something a little different. Now, I am very excited that my very first guest ever on the Hot Takeout podcast is a guy named Dan Bremnis who's an artist, he's a singer, a songwriter, a musician, crazy good live. If you ever get a chance to see him live, I say do it. And if you want a reason why, here it is. Because on this podcast, you're going to hear some of his songs that are out and some that are not out, that have not yet been heard by anyone other than the people that wrote it and recorded it and then played it a bunch for their friends. Uh, It's going to be on this podcast. So listen to the end and spoiler alert, it's really good. So without further ado, I'm just going to jump into the interview, start the podcast, start talking enough of the buildup. It's been going on way too long, and I'm just really excited to finally get the interview started. Hey, I have to stop at the store real quick and pick something up, So, and which will take me all of three minutes. So as soon as I'm done that, I will call you. Well, that's a great start. Uh, hold, please. And here is the magic of audio. Seven minutes has passed. Hey, Dan. How's it going? This call is now being recorded. So don't swear. (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll try to refrain. Uh, So dude, seriously, I I really appreciate you uh, joining me on the very first inaugural episode of uh, the Hot Takeout podcast. Breaking it in. Yeah, no pressure. I feel feel no pressure because you can honestly say it's your best podcast yet. (laughs) Uh, Any any food restrictions that I should know about going forward? Food restrictions? <laughs> no, I do not have any food restrictions. I am comfortable with all food. I'm not vegan or vegetarian or allergic to peanuts or any allergies. You're just free. I am open to anything that gets put in front of me. <laughs> it's my missionary upbringing. Well, that's perfect. That is perfect. That's uh, You'll fit in just fine here then. Uh, but you weren't born in America. You're you're from Canada. Yeah. What, what part in Canada were you born in? Uh, a place called British Columbia. It's it's in the western part of Canada, and it's uh, just above Seattle, Portland, all those cool places. So super close to there? I should know geology, uh, geography. Uh, geology. <laughs> I should know yeah. stuff. In a theological sense, um, I'm close to everything. I could be there in spirit, right? But in a geographical sense, uh, I lived in Vancouver for a bit, and Seattle's about two hours from there, so not bad. But where I was born and raised, Seattle's about seven hours. Oh, nice. So I know that in Canada, you guys celebrate Thanksgiving on the wrong day. Um, do you celebrate your birthday oh. on the wrong day as well? 
<laughs> we don't celebrate Thanksgiving on the wrong day. We just celebrate it twice. Oh, and dude. I think, yeah, and I think maybe, I'm glad you brought it up because I've been um, trying to get a bunch of petitions going that at least I could celebrate celebrate my birthday twice also. I think I might petition to change my citizenship uh, to Canadian just for that simple fact of being able to celebrate Thanksgiving twice. That is genius. <laughs> You've changed my life. We're four minutes in. Sort of cheating a little bit in that Canada doesn't actually celebrate twice, but we celebrate it in Canada, and then we celebrate it in the United States. That's such a Baptist thing, though. Like, celebrate a food holiday? I love it. <laughs> Wherever I go, Wikipedia says that you started music in 2010, but when did it really start for you? Well, I one of my first memories, I don't know how old I was, it was maybe three, maybe four tops. I went to church because that's where I pretty much lived my whole life and went there one Sunday and people were playing music and I looked on stage and I was like, wow, that is the dream. Sign me up wherever there's a sign up form for life. Let me... Let me sign it in blood right now. So that was sort of the start of it. And then from there, it just led to learning some instruments and drums was my first love. My brother taught me drums. And um, I honestly, I was happy. That's, that's what I wanted to do. And, and I never actually even wanted to sing. Drums was sort of my end game. But uh, one thing led to the next and I ended up singing and here I am. You are a, a true success story. <laughs> I I am a story. I'm not I'm not sure about the success part, but depends how you view it, I suppose. You know that story is still being written. We'll go there. Yeah, there you go. So you just released a new EP slash album wherever I go. Mm-hmm. The first Man. half of it, yes. Oof, I you know, you do so much research and you get nervous about saying things out loud and you hope they're right. You're like, no, dude, everything you just said was wrong. I'm stressing out. But the uh, your your music video for wherever I go, we'll, we'll just we'll just go here real fast. Uh, it literally took me all of two seconds to come up with this question because if you watch the music video for wherever I go, it all says it in the you know. Uh, so ba- so basically, <laughs> it says that you guys were trying to set a record filming that music video in eight days in seven different countries. Did you accomplish that? Or am, am I talking to a world record holder right now? I wish. You know, they say, shoot for the moon and you'll land somewhere amongst the stars. Um, we um, went to Guinness and after it was done and said, hey, we noticed you didn't have a category for this. Would you kindly open one up and can we be record holders? And we were at their mercy and they uh, came back and said that they didn't want to have that category. So um, technically speaking, um, I am the only one that's done it, but not according to Guinness. Yeah, dude, I am, uh, I'm not laughing at you, but I literally just saw a video <laughs> today of a dude walking a half mile on Legos and he's in the Guinness Book of World Records. How is a dude walking <laughs> on Legos in the world record books, but you, who actually did something that's pretty darn cool, I, uh, that's, that's, that's befuddling. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm glad this conversation's recorded because I'm going to send that question to Guinness and let them answer it. <laughs> I hope you do. I'm going to tag it on on the social medias when it happens for sure. Um, So on that trip, 
seven different countries in eight days. What was your favorite mm-hmm. fast food experience on that trip? Oh, well, just I'm just I'm just everything's flashing in front of me right now. Um, uh, I'm going to say, I mean, it's not it's not your classic fast food because in Egypt there is was no fast food we could see, but it was an Egyptian version of fast food, and it had something like chicken, souvlaki, rice, and some sort of other side that I don't remember. <laughs> oh, there was one other. Um, I had McDonald's in Dubai, and it's actually, this is documented in the, there's like a 25-minute documentary of the video. In the, in the Dubai stop, I got an Egg McMuffin, and it had all different ingredients. Like, not one of them was the same, except for the two pieces of bread on the outside. It's <laughs> fascinating. I even show the camera, it's like, it looks like liver or chocolate and this white thing that's not an egg. It was tremendous. So you liked it then? I loved it. Man, you're so brave. I, I seriously, if, if milk is getting close to the expiration date, I'm going to throw it away. I can't do it. <laughs> yep, yeah. My wife is like that too. I'm like, Britt, it's two <laughs> days over. That's a suggestion. If it doesn't smell, we're safe. Nope. I had a bad experience at camp, drank some spoiled milk. It's ruined me forever. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Was there a weird food experience while you're on that trip or something you wouldn't eat? No, not really. Nothing was like, I don't consider myself super adventurous. And the two guys that went with me, I don't know that they were super adventurous either. And we ate everything. We had Peking duck in, in Beijing in China. We had some like crazy, like chicken stew thing in Petra, Jordan. Um, in Rome, we had pizza and gelato, which is pretty standard fare. Okay. I mean, in Iceland, we had hot dogs and burgers. <laughs> it was pretty, um, it was pretty, uh, pretty safe, but pretty good. Fantastic. Oh, you know what? The most bizarre food experience was in India. We had to take this drive from the airport to the Taj Mahal, and it was like seven hours in the middle of the night. We got hungry, and the only thing that was open was this like side of the road place making curry and it was to date the best indian food any of us have ever had it was tremendous and it was just like on the side of the road oh big time like pull over walk out boom right there no no real like officialness about it i'm telling you what you're so brave because i couldn't i couldn't i'd be like i'm gonna pack these granola bars i'm gonna take those with me it's all i'm eating (laughs) on these eight days don't argue so brave You said you grew up a missionary kid? Sort of like a missionary kid, pastor's kid. In my younger years, my family traveled uh, way north in Canada, and they were missionaries to the native people up there. So that was I have a lot of memories of that. And then my dad became a pastor. So missionary kid for a, for a smaller portion, <clears throat> enough to have some memories and enough to remember eating this food called bannock, which is a, a native bread that's wonderful. 
I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I feel like it was providential that you're my first podcast interviewee. You have like, <laughs> I don't think I'm going to find another person that is as traveled and food savvy as you. I just, I'm, I'm just counting my blessings here. I'm uh, as we're talking, I'm getting hungry. <laughs> and food is a very exciting topic so we can get into as much food as you want that's so funny because i'm having the opposite effect on me uh, <laughs> i'm just thinking about, about spoiled milk i'm like nope i'm out <laughs> well on the, you're on the road now what, what's your like what's your go-to road food what do you what do you eat while you're out on the road i try and play it play it safe because uh, you never know what you're gonna get fed and you can <clears throat> eat what you get fed for a certain amount of days and then you need to worry about your health so my go-to is tortilla chips and hummus and some salsa that can fix any situation and you can make a meal of it hummus you're just like i'm <laughs> my go-to is hummus hummus 100 percent. yes chickpeas ground up wonderful for you and it's filling fantastic no uh no arguments on this end you're <laughs> just a fanboy for a second saw you play wherever i go in orlando and i just oh yeah your live acoustic version is just as good as the recorded version. And anytime an artist can crush it live, especially you, I think you're on stage with like nine other artists. Anytime you can crush it live, solo that just talks and speaks about your talent. And I'm so glad that you're not just a drummer. <laughs> well, thank you. That, that means a lot. Okay, now, now I'm blushing, so. <laughs> just let go. What's next for you, man? What do you what do you want to accomplish? What's on your agenda for life? Well, um, I've got a few videos coming out, and I guess uh, I'm going to be on Winter Jam again, believe it or not. Uh, so that's going to happen. And then um, following that, I'm releasing the second half of the album, the Wherever I Go album. It's seven new tracks. Um, just finished it up. I'm really excited about it, and it'll be uh, great to get it out there. So you're on Winter Jam. What is that yep. zoo like? You guys are, it's, it's mostly weekend stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's every weekend and it's a long tour, but there's some perks to it. You know, being in great uh, major cities and being close to lots of great coffee and food is always nice. And playing in, in big arenas is cool. And then being able to come home to the family every single week is super important. So <clears throat> it takes a lot of... Uh, boxes in the good category you have a family you're married you have a child or two we have two now a four-year-old and a one-year-old a boy and a girl fun ages for sure we we i've got oh I've got yeah some young kids so it's, it's seriously like rolling the dice you never really know what you're gonna get and they always <laughs> just seem to randomly start puking yeah. at the, the worst possible time oh no um no i love i love being the dad tell me about just staying balanced and staying because I, I you know just scrolling on social media i saw that you were traveling around Canada not too long ago, mm -hmm. traveling all that. How do you guys just stay sane as a family? Uh, yeah, well, they don't come up to, with me too often, but we were around together in Canada for a month, and we basically <clears throat> were spanned the length of the country. Um, uh, not without its tense moments, 
not without its uh, stressful moments, but better to be together and stressed out than apart. So you just kind of take it in stride and uh, lots of apologies at the end of the night and (laughs) move on and do it again the next day. Oh, that's great. So let's stop talking about you for a minute. And um, um, who are, who are you listening to right now? Like what's on your, uh, what's on your playlist? I listen to a lot of uh, instrumental music, believe it or not. I'm surrounded with so many lyrics and words and songs. Um, I find it pretty relaxing to listen to instrumental music and, and uh, like classical music. I love that. Okay, man of uh, man of many tastes. I like it. Yeah, I mean, I I all of course listen to the radio. I'll listen to Christian radio. I'll listen to Spotify playlists. Listen, what's new and coming out and pop and all that, and enjoying it. But the this music uh, world is moving so quickly. I don't even know where to stop and and dwell for a minute. It's uh, it's a very fast machine at the moment. For sure, I feel like Spotify. Like it's always like something shiny. They're like, this new thing is on. I'm like, oh, right. oh, I should listen to it. And then I forget about it because <laughs> next Friday they've got another thing yeah. that's shiny. You're like, oh, oh, check it out. <laughs> exactly what I'm saying. Best reheated. Is there an old band, old group, you you can define old, that you listen to still today that you're like, yeah, this still holds up? I'm a big fan of, I mean, of course you've got like Elvis Presley and the Beatles who are shaped a lot of our music today i'm a big fan of led zeppelin i think that their music still holds up sonically and it's just really fun to listen to uh as far as like music my age i grew up on delirious lifehouse switchfoot jars of clay i still love listening to all those records big time um and coldplay i like some of the coldplay and the u2 records i feel like going back to those wells always find some really good stuff I never saw the thrill behind the Beatles. I tried and yeah. I tried, but I'm like, mm, I can't do it. I, I can't be like, oh, they're the greatest. I respect them because of what they did. But I listen back and I'm like, it's pretty basic. It's pretty simple. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. Like, I don't actually think I own any records or anything. I just, I like to study what they did. I find it really fascinating. But I, I would agree with you. It's, it's sort of vanilla. It's, um, it, when you listen back to it, it doesn't sound groundbreaking. However, from what I've been told and understand, that's because we've pretty much modeled all of our pop music after it. So it sounds like what we do now. But if you were back then, your your mind would be exploding. That actually makes a pretty good point. That like the first time someone had a candy bar, even if it was a garbage candy bar, like a right. I'm gonna throw a Kit Kat under the bus. Like really, what are you doing with cardboard on the inside? And then you go to a Snickers, and you're like. Nuts and car. This is great. This is great. Right, right. You just don't know what you're missing. Exactly. Leftovers. What's your go-to fast food order? If you have to go to fast food, the national chains, or maybe even it's like a, maybe even it's like a regional change. I'll give you a few. I'll give you a few. If there's, if I'm trying to behave, it's Chipotle or Subway. If I'm going total guilty pleasure, it's Taco Bell every time. I feel like... The stepbrothers scene of, did we just become best friends is playing in my head. <laughs> I'll accept your offer as long as we can eat Taco Bell together at Winter Jam. It's a date. It's a date. That's awesome. What do you want people to know 
about your life, what's going on. What do you wish I would have asked so far? Honestly, I don't I don't think anything. I'm nothing comes to mind. It's covered some good ground. Netflix binge? Do you I mean do you do you binge on the Netflix? Oh yeah. Uh especially lately. Had some uh long, slow days on this tour and uh I've been uh what have I been watching? I just started watching this show. What is it called? It's uh Norseman. It's a it's <laughs> hilarious. I don't, I don't, have you seen it? Yes, holy smokes. It is so bizarre. It's like uh it's like Monty Python. So good. The uh, the first season. The second I I've not been able to do the second season so far. Got it. Since you are in the music industry, I want to know if you can name this rapper specifically. I'm going to give you three options. I'm going to crinkle a rapper. You have to tell me if it's McDonald's rapper, Taco Bell rapper, or <laughs> or Wendy. So you tell me. You tell me which one it is. Here's the the rapper. All right, super super obvious there. Well, I feel like that's a trick question, but um, I am going to go with my gut on this one, and uh, I'm going to say talk Wendy dolls. Dude, I would honestly say you're probably right. (laughs) Wow, I was nervous there. I'm going to petition Guinness Book of World Records to see if they can let you in on that one, because the Lego guy. (laughs) Songs on this podcast, courtesy of Word Curb Entertainment. And we're in no particular order, wherever I go, up again. And this brand new unreleased song, as of the recording of this podcast, Let That Go. If you enjoyed this podcast, find it on social media, at HTO Podcast on Twitter, at Hot Takeout Podcast on Instagram, or just search the Hot Takeout Podcast on Facebook. Where, by the way, Facebook, you can find a phone number to ask the artist questions. For example, next week is a mini episode where Dan Bramness has to answer this question. What two liquids would you have come out of your two pointer fingers? You could ask questions like that or less weird. You find me on Facebook and find the number and be a darling. Like, share, and subscribe to this podcast. The world will be better for it, probably. I can't back that up. 